Finance. Presented by Say What Radio. your host star washington and on today's episode of what the financial we are going to talk about fear f-e-a-r fear that four-letter word that seems to really just cripple us and paralyze us and make it impossible for us to really be who we want to be to really uh, reach our dreams. So let me tell you guys what inspired um, today's conversation. So one of my really good friends that I work with, um, she's been in a relationship with this really great guy um, for the past couple of years. She's recently had a daughter and she's at a stage in her life where she's ready to get married. Um, She's ready to you know be stable she's a believer in God so she wants to do things right according to you know God's will and she's tired of just renting an apartment with her boyfriend and basically shacking up playing house thing is though is she's afraid to be on her own with her child now living with this man had there were many great benefits first of all you had convenience um it's always more convenient to for a child to be raised in a two-parent household loving household than one because things happen and when two people can help when those things happen that just makes things easier and two the financial benefit so living with her boyfriend she was able to splurge a lot on getting her hair done getting her nails done eating out because they pretty much split split everything down the middle and she makes a decent living wage for herself but things change a lot when it's just you when you're out to eat and someone you know you don't have a man saying well I'll get your meal this time or um, let's go do this I'll pay for it those little perks help you have more money in your pocket so anyway um the kicker is the guy also he's also tired of of shacking up he wanted to purchase a home and he wasn't ready to marry my friend but he wanted to live with her in this house he was tired of renting he wants to live with her Um, but again he said he's not ready to be married so she went back and forth with that uh, concept for a while she felt uncomfortable living with a man that she wasn't married to in a house and helping him with the mortgage because as we know and this is a little financial aside when you live with someone or even when you're renting when you're renting you are helping pay that homeowner's mortgage you really don't have anything to show for it they have everything to show for it 
Um, and to take it a step further, when you're living with someone and their name is the only one on the mortgage, you are helping pay someone's mortgage, even if that's your boyfriend or girlfriend. Of course, you guys, most of my listeners are my age. Nothing you, nothing is promised. Nothing is forever. You just don't know. So definitely not a good idea. Now, um, when I was in, right, right out of college, I had a roommate. She only charged me 450 a month. Well, basically, I was renting a room for her, and it was from her, and it was only 450 a month. And um, I didn't even realize at the time that I was helping her pay her mortgage. And I think her house is paid off now because she's probably in her early 40s. She bought her house right out of uh, college. So she's been doing that for about 20 years. And I, I, I bet her house is paid off. Smart girl. <laughs> now, when I purchase my house, I'm going to do that. But I digress. Let me get back to my friend. Y'all have a little bit of ADD. Bear with me. That's why this show is called What the Financial? Because sometimes I just be all over the place. But anyway, so um, after much consideration, my friend decided that she was going to move with her boyfriend. She was excited about the home search. She was even taking on the role of finding a realtor and looking at houses and looking at furniture. I mean, she was really, um, she really committed herself to this. So something came up where the guy couldn't qualify for the mortgage anymore. And there was also a car accident that happened like a couple days um, after. So y'all know how it is when just random stuff just doesn't go right. You really start looking inward and reflecting. And, you know, if you don't do that, you definitely should. It's one thing I learned. But anyway, he started reflecting and he was he, he thought, well, maybe, you know, this is maybe we should stop living like this. We should stop living like husband and wife and we're not married. Um, maybe God will bless us um, more if we did things the right way. In short, saying that he was starting to feel guilty about shacking up. <sighs> so my friend was in a lot of turmoil behind this because she's she was feeling that way too. And to her, the solution was to get married. And he's feeling the same way as she was feeling that they shouldn't be shacking up anymore. But he didn't really have a solution. He was just frustrated. So my friend was really getting upset because her lease is up in a couple of months. She has her daughter. She wants to narrow down what her next step should be about it. And she was increasingly frustrated. I can tell it was causing a lot of stress for her. And then I just flat out asked her, you know, hey friend, why won't you guys just get married? And she said, because he's not ready. And I said, well, if you guys both are over shacking up, you guys want to do things the right way in God's eyes. Um, the only other option is to get your own place. <laughs> What's so difficult about that? Well, as we talked more, the difficult thing was she was afraid. 
she was afraid to be on her own with her child. She's, you know, she's never done it before. And basically she was really, really enjoying having her man there and having that extra financial benefit. So make a long story short, she took a weekend and thought about it. And she came back to work on a Monday. And I think she was gone like a Friday, Saturday and Sunday. She came back to work on a Monday and she said, hey, Star, I have my new place. And not only that, she also got her credit repair started to fix her credit. So when she's ready to purchase a home, she'll be in a good position to do so. So in a couple of days, she made all these great decisions that were putting her on a journey to success for her financial goals and also her spiritual spiritual goals. <sighs> that fear though, like, and I'm so glad that she acted on it because it could have been a situation where she just, you know, you don't want to get married. That's fine. Let's just renew the lease here or let's just get a, another apartment. But she realized how irrational that was. And she hasn't moved into her own place yet. She still has a little bit of time and I still talk to her and yes, she's still nervous and she still has some anxiety about everything and she's still afraid but she did it anyway and that's my thing about fear because I feel it all the time like I'm an entrepreneur and in my line of business I have to you know I have help people repair their finances repair their credit and I have to help business owners or people who want to become business owners I have to help them launch their business and be successful in their business and anytime you're dealing with people when you're dealing with the public very very unsettling because people are fickle opinions of you people can be judgmental and as humans we internalize those thoughts we're always wondering what does this person think of me um how how am i going to be received what are they going to say about me guys the thing about that those type of fears especially the fear of someone not thinking highly of you it doesn't hurt you in any way now fear is good when it's designed to protect you you see a rabid animal or you see just an you see a dog walking down the street a big dog unfamiliar and you need to pass by and you feel that that adrenaline pumping your palms get a little sweaty you start breathing a little faster well that's rational fear because it's a dog it has teeth doesn't matter how friendly his owner says he is it can bite you so it's it's smart to be fearful in that situation or a lot of my listeners know a lot of my friends know I have an aversion to driving um I had a bad accident probably about a month after I had my license and it's made me a little jittery ever since I do not like to drive and I'm definitely fearful in some situations and there was a time where I had where I would just avoid like driving at night in pouring rain on a two-lane highway is the scariest thing (laughs) in the world to me and for the longest anytime there was even a possibility that I would be in that situation I would just avoid it but I realized that when I avoided situations that made me uncomfortable 
the fear just kept growing and growing and growing. I never felt better about the situation. So finally, I mean, whatever, if I have to drive, I just have to drive. And if I'm driving in a rainy, when it's raining and it's dark and there's only two lanes on the road, then I just have to drive really slow. But that fear is helping me because it's around me. It's helping me to be more cautious. So fear is a way of protecting yourself. So that's a rational situation. But fear of what someone thinks about me, fear of failing, fear of not being good enough, those are irrational fears because the outcome in most cases really doesn't cause you any pain. Really doesn't cause you any pain at all. So I I talk to so many people and I, I wanted to, to really get to this. I talk to so many people who who tell me or I will be hear them because they I think they know me by now that you really just can't just tell me that you don't have any money because you know I'm going to offer a solution. <laughs> but um, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and somebody did a post and it was um, basically, it was like a picture and all, it, some, a guy was holding some, some bills, some dollar bills and the bills were up in smoke. And the picture was something like, it's Friday, I just got paid and this is what I'm left with now. Essentially saying nothing. And everybody was under the post just comment after comment after comment me too I can relate um I know how you feel yeah that's just the way things are man strong arm 100 and I'm thinking to myself who says it has to be this way so you're telling me that you work plus hours every single week you've been doing it probably year after year after year and very little to no money left after you pay all of your bills and you just instead of thinking hey this isn't working for me what can I do to change this situation you post memes about it on on social media and there's nothing wrong with the memes on social media I mean we all can relate I've been there before but no one is saying I can change this money is energy guys You know, I didn't grow up having money. If you heard my, you know, very first show, I talked about, I grew up classified as the working poor. I didn't grow up with any money and most of us didn't. And so we of money as this huge insurmountable concept that the only way we can make it is to trade our time for money, which is usually not very much money. Security, we get that health insurance we get we get a guaranteed paycheck we get um vacation days we know we work monday through friday with weekends off so we accept it in all honesty most of us aren't happy with that situation but we'll just be unhappy we'll choose to be unhappy we'll choose to live in that fear versus saying hey i don't make enough money i need to make more money let me figure out how to make more money. And when I talk to people like this, a lot of people say, hey, I don't want to have a business. I don't want to be a business owner. You know, I'm the type of person that wants to work a job. And I, I, they tell me they feel bad for saying that. 
that's fine. Everyone is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everyone is not meant to be a business owner because a lot of responsibility comes with those territories. However, why won't you just apply for a better paying job or a job that you like or a job with growth um, potential? So let's say you do want to have a job like and my friend, she's always running out now, working on her budget, talking about how, you know, oh, this is my last weekend buying this. This is my last weekend buying that. I really have to save, save, save. I really have to watch my coins, which is good. You definitely want to be a good steward over the money that you're currently making. You definitely want to def- um, always save, have an emergency fund. You don't want to be in a position where you're living paycheck the paychecks if you can avoid it, especially if you can avoid it by not making dumb financial decisions. I get that and I totally agree with that. But she's making those plans and while she's stressing out a little bit, it never ever occurred to her that she could increase her income. You can make that choice, but I know what it is because we, we've talked before. It's fear. She's told me she hates rejection. She hates to be rejected. Looks to go on job interviews, getting all dressed up, wearing your Sunday's best, putting on your makeup, up, getting a fresh haircut or getting your hair done, sitting in front of somebody in this cold office. They're looking at you. You're looking at them. Your palms are all sweaty. <laughs> your face is getting a little oily. Maybe that's just me. I have oily skin. But um, hoping that this person likes you, hoping that you can say what you need to say for them to like you enough to give you the job. Hoping that you get the job because it's not a good feeling to go through that whole process and to say, hey, we want another way or we're looking, you know, we have a better qualified candidate in mind. You've been rejected and it sucks. I've been there. But you have to do it. There's no other way. So it's either go through that process or it's or stay in your current situation. But what you have to realize is that rejection, it magnifies before you go through it. When you're just sitting there fearful of the possibility, the rejection is growing in your head, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more scary. Oh my God, I just can't go through with it. When you just go through it, you find out it's not not a really big deal at all. And as a matter of fact, when you keep going through it, you get numb to it. Like I was telling my um, one of my new business partners and, you know, she was telling me how she was reaching out to people. Well, people were reaching out to her about getting their credit fixed and everybody was saying that, oh, I don't have the money or, oh, not not right now or that's not expense. That's not it's too expensive. I can't afford it. My dog ate my homework. Excuses after excuses after excuses. Fine. And she wanted to stop because she got tired of hearing it. Yeah, it's unpleasant when someone doesn't want to take your product, but it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you personally. Once you go through that so much, you get numb. You get numb. Me and a good friend of mine that's one of my business partners, we say you get numb to the nose. You get numb to rejection. It's just like, 
big picture this. Imagine you just imagine yourself on a plane. Have you ever been on a plane and you were just knocked out, sleep? The stewardess came by with her juice cart, and drink cart, and snacks, and she asked people, "Hey, you want some peanuts?" They said, "Yeah, I want some peanuts." Hey, you want some soda? I want some soda. She asked someone else. They say, "Oh no, I'm good," and they walk off. And you're sleep. She gets goes right past you because you mi- you missed it. You were asleep. She's not offended. She's not upset that you were asleep and she couldn't talk to you about the peanuts. She wasn't except um, upset at the guy that said, "No, nah, I'm good." And the people who wanted what she had, she gave it to them and they were happy. That's how we have to look at basically anything that we're going through. You have to be numb to what can go wrong. You have to be numb to the outcome. The only thing you can do is control your actions. And, you know, just like my friend, as I mentioned earlier, she's still nervous. She still has an anxiety, but she's going to be moving into her place with her child in a couple of weeks. And once she's in there, I guarantee not only are we going to party, not only are we going to have a good time. Ain't she's been feeling the past couple weeks? All of that's going to go away. Fear really prevents you, man. It prevents you from truly living your best life. Like we, I posted on Facebook because I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about for the podcast. And I was just thinking to myself, man, we can really be who we want to be. We can really earn the money we want to earn. We can have the body we want to have. We can be the business owner that we want to be. If we want to help thousands of people through service, it's possible to do that because there's no chains holding us. Like there's no change, like chains. There's no shackles on your feet or shackles on your wrist or shackles on your mouth that's preventing you from doing anything. You really can do it, but you definitely can't do it being overcome, being paralyzed by fear. Like I said, fear is normal, but you can't let it paralyze you. Um, a, a, a guy that I really admire a lot was telling me the story of how a zookeeper was telling him that, you know, when lions, not lions, sorry, when elephants are really young, they have this um, chain around their feet. And when they're young, they'll try to, you know, walk off. The chain pulls them back. So then they stop because they don't want that up. that uncomfortable jerk when they're trying to, to, you know, move around. But then years go by and this elephant kind of grows into the chain. It turns into thousands of pound animals try to stretch the chain. They just stay right there. They leave some slack in it. They don't even try to stretch the chain all the way out. Dishing now at this point. And that's kind of how we are. I remember right before I, um, when I first started self-employment and I quit my job without any savings or without much thought and I had this great idea and anyway it didn't work out and that's how my credit I, <laughs> that's how my credit got bad and stopped paying my bills had to leave my apartment and there was some other things but deep down that still was always my desire fear had me that fear had me paralyzed that fear had me at my job every single day 
not doing anything to change my situation. And I was telling myself, oh, Star, you're in a good situation. You're going to work your way up. Um, Oh, look, you know, this is how much you can make after 10 years. That's not bad. But I wasn't happy. I knew that's not something that I really wanted to do. But because I had jumped out on jumped out on what I call faith before, which looking back, it wasn't faith at all because God was nowhere involved in that decision. (laughs) But um, because I had jumped out before and I failed horribly and, you know, I had so many financial implications because of it, I was afraid to even think about business ownership again. But I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy and my unhappiness was going by the day so it was it definitely took a lot of me to launch my business that I have now or to even do this podcast to do something that is not guaranteed I don't know how many of you guys are listening to me I don't know how successful this is going to be um but I don't think about that kind of stuff anymore because I know those feelings of uncertainty it doesn't hurt me even if I fail failure doesn't failure didn't kill me then failure won't kill me now like seriously guys fear you gotta say like (laughs) you really gotta say fuck fear because it just really really truly holds you back so anyway that is it for today's episode hope this was helpful to you guys um don't forget you can always reach out to me if you have any questions or comments about the show or about financial empowerment or how to get your credit back on track um again it's star washington my number is 386-383-6968 you can always hit me up on social media on instagram i'm the star washington with two r's the star washington you can put my name in facebook as star with two r's washington you can always check out my website www.starrwashington.com thanks for listening guys fuck fear bye